Greetings, Rainbow Readers. Hello! We're finally done with the spooky episodes, much to Holly's sadness. Much to my <laughs> dismay. I hope everyone enjoyed those witches and horror episodes, though. That I, was so much fun. I enjoyed those witches, and I... I love the witches, but I actually did enjoy recording that horror episode with you. It that was, was a fun. lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. It was fun. Uh, the listeners may notice that after the horror episode, we released the dark fairy tale episode. Yeah. Now, the dark fairy tale <laughs> episode, it actually talked about um, Every Hearted Doorway by Shauna McGuire. Love her so much. And in that episode, I talked about how much I wanted to read Into the Drowning Deep. Which, of course, in real time, I already had read. Right. Well, that we did was a little future tripping. <laughs> that one we had recorded. That was one of the first ones we ever recorded. Yes. And that was when we were not doing all the books at, in one sitting. We were just recording books as we read them. Yeah. Which, in hindsight, wasn't the greatest. But that was what we were doing at the time. And that's what you get now for November. Because we are releasing some older recorded episodes not they're new to you but we recorded them a while ago in the past in the past so it's back to the future back to the future for us yes but we're doing that so that we can spend this month spending a little bit of time gearing up for the holidays yay to the holidays yay to the happy holly gays dawn we now are gay (laughs) Gay. apparel right even though you're not the biggest fan of the holidays. I'm not. You are. Would you say you're a bit of a Grinch? I have historically been very Grinchly. Yeah, you. I, I wasn't going to call you out because I didn't. I don't want people to think I'm being mean to you. But she's very mean to me. <laughs> it's not it's true. Intolerable. It's not true. The way she talks to me. If you only knew. It's not true. That's I not true. Susie's love a very nice person. I love the fucking holiday. I fucking love it. I love Christmas. I I don't like the commercialism, of course, but I do like to dress my house in all the decorations decorate and all of that kind of stuff and i have a particular soft spot in my heart for um christmas movies love them fucking love them and we'll be having an episode coming up where we share our favorite gay christmas and holiday movies yeah i was as we were talking about what we were gonna do i was i think maybe a little like tricked into watching some gay christmas <laughs> she's like maybe if i tell her there are gay christmas movies she'll watch them you, holiday movies you will you will and also i did trick you too because i was like i have a plan for a, a day we can go hiking mm. and then come back and maybe eat some pho and sit and watch holiday movies so she lured me in with my two favorite things which is hiking and pho and then suddenly all of a sudden we're watching (laughs) because i think i'm one of like the few people in america that haven't seen like a christmas carol or like any of that i haven't seen any of those movies i'm gonna share a secret about myself when we talk about the christmas movies in regards to a christmas carol because man do i love it I just love A Christmas Carol. Have you seen... Well, I don't want to talk about the Christmas movies now because then we'll ruin it for our next episode. But just well, stay tuned, we're not tuned, watching friends. that for our podcast. No. Okay. Well, I'll just tell you one thing. There is no version of A Christmas Carol 
that I will not watch. What's the one? I, I don't think I even meant to say Christmas Carol. Y'all have to excuse me. I'm very uh, ill-informed of <laughs> Christmas movies. What's the one with the little boy that dresses up like a rabbit? But girl, are we going to have to break friendship because after after all these many years? You know I haven't seen this movie. I keep telling oh her my she God. blocks it every time. She uh, blocks it out. I do. It, I have Okay, it's a Christmas story. Oh, and a I'm Christmas gonna, story. I'm going to tell you, A Christmas Story is, in fact, my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Don't at me because I don't want to hear it. I will stand by this. I will watch that movie a million times. But A Christmas Story, you know, Scrooge. Yeah. I my favorite one is with Susan Lucci as Eb it's called Ebby. Okay. Oh my god. And it's fucking amazing. And my friend actually bought me this on DVD because I was so sad when Lifetime stopped airing it on Lifetime. But there's also a really top-notch one with um Tori Spelling called A Carol Christmas. And uh, Gary Coleman is actually one of the Ghosts of Christmas um, past or whatever. I've never seen any of this. I know. It's it's pure. Like, you cannot. I will watch whatever. I love it. Scrooged with Bill Murray, even though now I think he's problematic. I don't know. It's, it's I will watch it all. Okay. Well, it's, I'm being, this is trickery. This is pure old-fashioned <laughs> trickery. But stay tuned. Somebody needs to make a gay a Christmas Carol. Can someone please make oh, that? Oh yeah, for someone me? do that for me, because I don't, I just don't have the tolerance for some of this stuff. Yeah, I, maybe that's why I don't like some of these movies. They're just so straight, heteronormative. <laughs> they're they're so damn straight, and they're always about kids. And, and I don't know. Anyway, anyway, well, that is coming. That's coming to you. And I was actually perusing the internets earlier this week. You know, I've been reading. Um, we talked about you're a mean one. Matthew Prince, right? Yes. And they said that was based on Shit's Creek. It, yeah. Or it's reminiscent it's like, of yeah. Shit's Creek. Anyway, so I found some interesting news about our beloved Dan Levy. I, I, I will tell you this. I am a Dan Levy stan from now until the day I die. Shit's Creek is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's so good. It's so comforting. And if you haven't watched it, I know it's like cliche because it's Go watch it. Yeah, just go, just fucking go watch it, man. It is so, you gotta see it. It's so great. Dan Levy's a fucking genius. Your time, you know, like those episodes are really fast. You can watch them pretty quick. And it's like popcorn. You just chomp right on through it. Delicious. It's so good. They have the best plots and the best sense characters. Oh my god, I love it. Anyway, Dan Levy has an interesting new venture, which is called the Big Brunch, and it's actually premiering on November tenth. It's on HBO Max. Okay. Well, I don't have that. I don't have that either. I think that's kind of bougie. So maybe some of our <laughs> listeners have HBO Max. And if you wanted to, like, slip your HBO Max username and password into it, just kidding. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't You'll get in trouble. It. You'll get in trouble. But anyway, The Big Brunch is um, on November 10th, HBO Max, reality competition show hosted by Dan Levy, brings together 10 talented brunch chefs with big dreams and a commitment to their local Uh, communities and personal heritage. The contestants include queer private chef Jay Chong, who is passionate about bringing Cantonese food to her sweet little mountain town of Asheville, which we love. We love Asheville, North Carolina. It is so much fun. And non-binary LA-based chef Katie Randazu who says brunch is the perfect place to meet up with friends and family 
to bond over pancakes, memories, and mimosas. So this sounds like a good show, not only that Dan Levy is hosting it, but that there are queer contestants. It's a lot of queer representation going on, but I also love... Any kind of food competition show. Yeah. So I'm it for like it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Because it is, if you need a show that is helps your anxiety, I think I may have mentioned this before. Go watch like Great British Bake Off. That is true, actually. I like that show a lot. I mean, I, so I know a lot of people have said this, but whenever my anxiety is really high and I can't focus on anything, man, Great British Bake Off is just so wholesome. Everyone on there is so nice. If it was filmed in America, oh, be we would be poisoning one another, <laughs> one another's crumpets, okay? Because be rough yeah, in the kitchen. They're just so nice to each other and they're like, Oh, this is this so and so is my mate, my best mate. And I'm just like, they're in competition and they're still like buddies. It's so good. And they all cry and hug each other when one of them has to go home or when Paul Hollywood's been a dick. I like Paul Hollywood. You, I, I, I does that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. That it tracks. It, it totally does. But this sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm, I hope maybe they have like a free pass or something that I can get. A, get my maybe hands we'll on. just have to sign up for a bit and then cancel it yeah. just after we watch the. The it's probably show. Like ten episodes or something. Yeah, I'm anyway, sure it's quick. Good luck. So on go that. go watch that. Yeah. So we have for the last bit of november not too many um books releasing towards the end of the new year but we have some and i want to say this there is one coming out november 15th and i know we already did november 15th in another episode i think but we'll be releasing this on the 9th so you still have time right but there is a book called wicked little things by justin arnold oh we like justin arnold yes he is so nice he is so nice he reached out to us and asked us and he was very very polite and awesome. He has a new book coming out November 15th called Wicked Little Things, and it is a spooky, campy, YA horror paranormal book that has mystery, romance, and a whole lot of sass. I That is me. Oh, uh, we love some uh, sass up in this I camp. am nothing if not a whole lot of sass. <laughs> and the author said there's quite a lot of romance with the bi love interest. Yes. And we're always here for some good bi representation. And even though spooky season has passed, we are here for this book. This sounds awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to read this. And Justin so kindly sent us an arc of this. Yay, so we're you, really excited about that. So stay tuned because we will be reading this and reviewing it soon. Justin actually joined our friend of the pod, Lou Wilhelm, on her Instagram. I think they had like a live chat. I saw that. About these two books. I think I did tune in for that. Check that out too. Speaking of Lou, she also has a new book, a new novella coming out. I think it is like a prequel to a book that she has coming out in a little bit with her friend Christus Christie. It's called Of Loyalties and Wreckage, and it's a new historical novel set in the modern realm of the 1800s. This book's main trope is found family, which is everyone knows by now. It's my favorite. You love that. And there's Demi and Pansexual Rep, which I don't know that we've had much of that. No, I don't think we have. I'm excited to read this book. Um, It's a prequel to their new series called Sanctuary of the Lost, which is set to be an urban paranormal fantasy. Yay. It has a unique spin on Greek and Roman mythology with a proper friendship story. Okay, I'm down for this. So I know you're definitely down. I will... 
y'all know I'm not a big fantasy fan, but I'm willing to try it because I do like Lou and her writing very much. Yeah, Lou's writing style is very clever. Yeah, that's so that's coming on November 23rd, but swing back around the day before to November 22nd. I'm so excited for this. Astrid Parker doesn't fail. Yes, Astrid Parker. Yes, we have been waiting for a long time. Astrid Parker Doesn't Fail is by Ashley Herring Blake. It is the next book in the, I don't want to call it the Delilah Green series, but it started off with Delilah Green Doesn't Care. And that was one of my top rom-coms this year. It's one of my top rom-coms this year, too. And we've actually been holding on that episode for the release of this book. So look for that episode to release next week, I believe. We're going to release Delilah Green and No, this this mini-sode will be next on the 8th. And then it'll be the next Tuesday. Correct. Yes. Something like that. You guys don't the care week about after that. Whenever you hear this, yes, correct. <laughs> and it will be. It's the sequel to that, and I loved it. It's about um, Delilah's. I think it's her stepsister mm-hmm. Astrid. Yeah. And I really liked that character, and I'm super excited to see where they're going to take that one. But I'm pretty sure it's sapphic. That's awesome. Yes. So that is awesome. So then we're going on to the end of November, November 29th. Never Ever Getting Back Together by Sophie Gonzalez. That is another romantic comedy YA book, and it is set um, on a reality TV show. When their now famous ex-boyfriend asks them to participate in a teen reality show, two 18-year-old girls, one bent on revenge and the other open to rekindling romance, get tangled up in an unexpected twist when they fall for each other. Yeah, I like books that are set um, on reality TV, even though I do not like reality TV. Yeah, me too. You don't like it either? I don't like reality TV, and I certainly don't like to think about myself being on reality TV. That's horrible. Yeah. I would, well, I could never pass the censors. You definitely couldn't pass the censors, and I couldn't pass the personality test. I'd be like, no, she's a little flat. She's a little uh, subdued. (laughs) But go back and uh, we actually had Devon and Chris playing a wedding, which is a reality TV rom-com, and that was on our Have a Slice of Rainbow Wedding Cake episode. That was a fun book. And there's another one called The Charm Offensive by Allison Cochran. And she just is coming out with a new one called Kiss Her Once For Me, which I'm about to start an arc of. Oh, yeah. The Charm Offensive was also set on, like, a Bachelor-type show. Okay, cool. And that was that was gay. There are a lot of good uh, plots to yeah, be had from these. There sure are. And so also on November 29th is called We Deserve Monuments. And I think this is a little bit heavier. It's by, okay, I hope I'm getting this right, Jazz Hammonds. We Deserve Monuments is a YA coming-of-age story with a queer, biracial main character who moves to a small southern town to help her parents care for her dying grandmother. From the reviews, this book sounds gripping and gut-wrenching, like, but in a really awesome way. And I'm all for things set in the South. Yeah, from, you know, we're in Atlanta. We've shared that before. Yes. And I would really like to read that book. Yeah, it sounds really good. And the cover is also really amazing and awesome. And we have two more. A Gentleman's Book of Vices by Jess Everly is a queer historical romantic fiction set in the late 1800s. It looks super fun and lighthearted. From the reviews, it has the grumpy sunshine trope. 
a bookshop owner right. and some BDSM aspects. So <laughs> sign me the fuck up. Wow. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And that is on November 29th also. And last but certainly not least, we have November 30th. And I'm going to let you take this one. It is The Last Contender. Yeah, The Last Contender is by Liv Sable and Sterling DSD. And The Last Contender is the first book in an epic fantasy trilogy. It follows the plot lines of four sets of characters interwoven through the struggle of war, slavery, and doing what is right in your heart, even when it's difficult or dangerous. And it does have tons of representation in this book, um, told from the point of view of gay, bi, lesbian, pan, trans characters holy shit so it, the book is that's a veritable buffet of representation chock full chock full and a lot of these stories i actually have um it's a dark fantasy with lots of world building character growth and epic fight scenes and battles all that's accurate i'm actually going to review an arc of that book which i have completed in fact that is awesome um i really enjoyed the last contender and so look look for that maybe in our next minisode i'm thinking sure um and it's released on november 30th so i would highly recommend the last contender i actually read it on my trip i went to mexico uh, last week and that that kept me uh, busy for most of my trip as far as my reading was concerned. That's awesome. Yeah. Well done you for, for reading that one so quickly. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed that book. That's awesome. And I have not read that, but I look forward to hearing about it. Yeah. It's definitely a true fantasy as far as the world building and the various characters taking their various paths. And it's exactly what you would expect from a fantasy novel. Well done. Yeah, that's awesome. I said in my... Um, in January of this year, we're almost to the next year, that I wanted to read more fantasy. And I've just decided that I only want to read what I want to read. Yeah. I mean, I'll read the fantasy. and Yeah. I mean, we make a great team like that, and I can take one for the team and read some of the more rom-com stuff. Yeah. Or the thrillers, because you actually don't like thrillers all that much either. No, I really don't. I do. I like it. (laughs) I like there to be bloody violence and gore. I just don't want to be scared. Yeah. See, I like that more in the context of a horror or even in a fantasy. Like like that description said, there is quite a bit of blood and gore in this book, but it's in more of a a fantasy type. I like mine to be more in the serial killer range. You do like that. Or people who are bent on revenge. I also like that. That is actually one of my very favorite tropes. Now, you know I like that. When you talk about a thriller like They Never Learn, see the revenge episode Please, if you haven't listened yeah, to that one. Listen to that so one. fucking good. It was so fucking good. But yeah, They Never Learn is the type of thriller that I can sink my teeth into. Yeah, we're going to have a, a revenge episode part two. Yay! Because I already have two books to add to that list that are spectacular revenge books. Let's burn them down, kids. I mean, it is burn it to the fucking ground. And I can't wait. I love it. I can't wait to share those with you. But that is it for us today. Do you have anything else? No, I'm just looking forward to um, to the holiday season. And, and me dragging your ass in the cold, uh, hiking, and watching Christmas movies. I'm just going to say right now, it's going to be a great day. I'm going to make you have a good day. Yeah. I mean, do your best to have a good day is what I always <laughs> That's say. That's right. Get mad or get glad, as one of my dearest friend's mom says. Do whatever you need get- to do to have a good day. That's right. 
Get mad or get glad, friends. Enjoy the rest of your week and go read some queer books. Bye. See you next time.